<laughs> Welcome to Hey Jeff, a podcast about Survivor. My name's Brett Danielle. Happy Friday. Yay. 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 We're so excited. It's Friday. We have a new season of Survivor to talk about. We got so many questions about it. Clearly, everyone is so excited to discuss. Did Big Brother Canada start? If a season no. of Big Brother Canada starts with no feeds, <laughs> does it exist? So true. I don't know. I don't even know what the premiere date is supposed to be for BB. I thought Canada. it was like March first or something like that. I thought they were like concurrent, something like that. Anyways, we got we got we got quite an episode of Survivor. Danielle, you and I were like pretty meh, pretty mid on Survivor forty three, and I actually think Survivor yes. forty four is like already so much better than Survivor forty three. It's off to a great start. Do you know why? It's off to a great start. Do you know why Survivor 44 is better? Why? Because this is the season of stars. We have stars (laughs) on this show. Yeah, we do immediately. I still do need to bring up the SurvivorFan.net website. Yeah, I know. Welcome, <laughs> welcome back to Survivor Time, everyone. Please open up your browser of choice. Go to Internet Explorer. Open up Survivor.Fandom.com slash wiki slash Survivor underscore 44. That's how Danielle yeah. and I know who are the names of the people who are on Survivor. There's not a good resource for this. No, this is a hole in the market that needs to be filled. It's an enterprising individual. Maybe the people who don't film the BB Can live feeds anymore could go fill this market. I'm just go. I'm just starting off. Like, yes. I, this season Survivor is great already because we have star power here. We have Yam Yam, Jam Jam. Sorry, yeah. we have Matt Blankenship. He's the boy from he's Aubrey Plaza's husband, as you as you pointed out from White Lotus. Yes. We have who else? <laughs> we have uh, Heidi, and most importantly, most importantly, we have Carolyn. Yes, Carolyn opens the season. We open the season with a bang because it's a producer like last. Was it last season or the season before where we like saw the filming crew on the ship? And they, they did a little bit of it, like in the premiere, the last like three or four seasons. Okay, well, this season we got a real peek behind the camera because we got the producer's voice and accompanying like closed captions, being like, "All right, go ahead, <laughs> say your name." And she's like, "What? I do what?" She cannot understand it, and he's like, "This is the easiest one of the whole season." I love <laughs> like it. whoever that guy was, whoever that guy was. I want camera on him next time. I mean, honestly, Doctor Will was in the episode more than like Danny. (laughs) Yeah. Dr. Will. Okay. So that was my, it's hard for me to do like point by point plot stuff for survivor. Um, It was like an eight hour long episode. It was a long episode and it's an entirely new cast of people. So I tried to, I just sort of categorize my thoughts into big themes. So yes, one big theme of the season, Carolyn, we love her. Um, Can't wait to see Everything about her. Oh, my. Lord. Oh, it's happening. Which we called, by the way. We called it. There's so much to say about Carol. She is just insane. She's peeing her pants. She's pooping her pants. She looks like <laughs> she got hit with like a truck. Carolyn, I love her. She's great. Carolyn, yeah. being my age, is really confronting. <laughs> you Sometimes you have to look in the mirror. And Carolyn is a reflection of all oh of us. Oh, my God. She's a reflection of society. <laughs> yes. But so she's great. And we love her for that. She is real. She's true. She's got great tattoos and hair. But um, so there's that. And then the second big theme is just like, this is the medically irresponsible season. <laughs> Are they all pretty irresponsible? But like this season, it's really a plot point. Three people got injured in this first episode. Poor Bruce had to leave. The Bruce thing was wild. They're like, yeah, dive under this thing. And he just dives and go head first and smashes his fucking head wide open on this bar, this piece of wood. And at first they're like, continue. At <laughs> they're first they're like, like continue. Okay. <laughs> then they're like, he's good, everybody. Yeah. Well, first of all, Jeff is Jeff is like, let me hold his head. I need to be in this. <laughs> Jeff's involvement in any medical thing is so crazy to me and it's yeah 
it's highlighted later in the episode when Bruce actually goes home. But like Jeff, they, it's like two or three days between like cycles Injury of the show, and, right? Yeah. Okay. They do the and they do the immunity challenge the same day as the tribal council. So Jeff goes down, he does the thing for a little bit, and then he goes and then he does the tribal council. But otherwise, there's like two nights in a row where Jeff is just wearing glasses and on his iPhone. <laughs> like playing bejeweled. He's texting Roma Downey. <laughs> oh, wait. He's not married to Roma Downey. Mark Mark Burnett is. Never Ooh. mind. Roma Downey from Touch by an Angel. Roma Downey Jr.? <laughs> Roma Downey from Touch by an Angel. I missed that one. Touch by an Angel. Only above the... Seventh Heaven? Only above the bathing suit area. <laughs> I have not been touched by an angel. Della Reese? Who? Valerie Bertinelli? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I drink Martinelli's at uh, New Year. New Year's. <laughs> okay, I'm going to admit, I've never seen an episode of Touched by the Angel, but I know of its existence. I know of its existence. Okay, well, let me tell you what the... Oh, let me Lord. just give you this. It's a... <laughs> It's a trio of angels travels the earth, inspiring people at crossroads in their life to turn to God. But the angels aren't only teaching people, they're learning lessons themselves. Did you read this on IMDb? <laughs> I read it from Google, yes. This is on television? Um, this is on CBS. CBS? Oh my gosh, no wonder Julie Chen loves working for the big eye in the sky. This was before, before, um, friended by God or whatever that show was called. Oh, God friended me. <laughs> God friended me. Before that, see, they've always had this slot available for the love of Todd. Going way back, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Todd friended me. What if Todd is represented representative of God? Yeah, and it's also a fucking allegory. What if it's revealed that Abishola was God? <laughs> and it was like, oh shit, Bob, Bob Hart's, Hart's God. God. Ghost yes, is a really ghost is a really out there show then. It's like sort yeah. of exi- like, you know. It's the devil. Yeah. They're talking about evil spirits. Evil, another show on CBS. Basil Bub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, yeah, there are so many injuries. We did get some questions I want to read specifically about the injuries, the injury aspect. So we got some information from Burn the Disco Down, Bailey. They said, evidently, his name is Dr. Will. When I saw previous Survivor contestants referring to a Dr. Will, I definitely thought they were talking about Dr. Will from BB. Yeah, you can't have two famous doctors on the most famous CBS reality show. This Dr. Will, I hate to say it, should have just used his last name. Yeah, Dr. Jones. Oh, no, that's another one. (laughs) That's already taken. Something, something else. There's already a Dr. Will. Yeah, I mean, he's Australian. His last name is probably Smith. Yeah. Yeah, he's Australian. And he's just like, let's just call it like it. He was camera ready this season. Oh, yeah. He's like, at this point, I've seen enough. I know I will be on camera. Let me get a clean shave. Let me get a fresh shirt on. I mean, he doesn't sleep in the woods. No, he's got hair and makeup. He needs it this year. At this rate, this season of Survivor is going to end on episode four. (laughs) I know. I why are they hurting these people? Um, MRAP two said, "I was laughing when Jeff was trying to hold Bruce's head up like he was part of a medical team." (laughs) Why is Jeff like this? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because Jeff says, "Yes, the show might be called Survivor, but it's really called the Jeff Show." And I have to make sure that I'm involved. Like, I'm not just a host. I am a chiropractor. I'm a painter. (laughs) I'm a family member. Like, I am a jack of all trades. I will be there to administer the EpiPen if needed. You know, if the doctor's hands are busy, I'm Jeff there. I got my certification in Bruce's head on like a backpack, like using a backpack (laughs) as a pillow. I was Like, like, I don't know. This Bruce thing happens, and I'm like, Okay, great. Like he was <laughs> unconscious or just like closing his eyes for a minute. And then he was back and it's like, yeah. I think he's good to go. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I am not Dr. Will Smith, the yeah. doctor on Survivor. 
This man has been concussed. Yeah. This man should be... If this man goes to sleep, he might not wake up. Like, this man needs to be monitored. I was very surprised that they let him keep going and that they were just like, cool, go take a nap in the jungle. We'll check check in on you in a few days. Yeah, that was weird. Same for, like, someone who got dehydrated. Brandon. During the other... Brandon got dehydrated during the challenge and they were like, he's okay. He's just a little dehydrated. It's like, okay, but that could get really serious really fast. Shouldn't you guys hook him up to an IV or something? People get IVs after a hard night of drinking these days. He's literally starving, performing intense labor on a Fiji island. Oh, oh, and yesterday he burned 4,000 calories carrying coconuts (laughs) because his team is stupid. Yeah, I don't know. I think he needs a little more help than like, them looking at his pupils. His pupils are good. Get him back in pupils there. Pupils are good. <laughs> every time, like every once in a while, I'm like, you know what? It would be like fun to do Survivor. And then I watch one episode and I'm like, I would die. There would be like, yeah. the boat comes and they're like, Brett died on the boat yeah. to the hospital. He's just like. <laughs> yeah. Someone will. I mean, they're not going to. And someone is going to die on a season of Survivor. And they, that won't even get them to cancel the season. They'll be like. This season, it's the most intense survivor yet. And we're going to hear that, woo, woo, woo. And then we're going to see like someone's a helicopter, crying. like someone's crying. They're going to be flying something out, like a body attached to a stretcher out off the island. And it's going to be like, that's what I was thinking during this episode. I was like, when did I stop watching Survivor and start watching ER? Because that's what it felt like with everyone running in there and the camera work. And that's what eventually is going to happen. And then and it's then going to be Dr. Yeah. Will. <laughs> Saying I pronounce him dead, time of death. Yeah, time of death. <laughs> Twelve p.m. Fiji time, and Jeff is gonna look up and be like, "All right, you may resume your puzzles in three, two. <laughs> or like it's gonna cut to it's gonna cut to like a house somewhere, not on the island, and this lady is just like puttering around, and then she gets a knock on the door. And it's fucking Jeff with a bouquet, being like, "I'm sorry, your husband passed away in the line of survivor duty." That's what it's gonna be. This has gotten so dark. I know, but I'm just they don't like every season I say these these competitions are too hard. They need They're to too stop. fuck they are too hard. Every single one of them. I'm, I'm like, gonna keep saying it. Until these they coconuts are all of my notes are these coconuts are too heavy. These boxes yeah. are too heavy. This chest is too heavy. And this is the first day when they're all like they've all like eaten a hamburger recently. <laughs> yeah. It's it's not looking good for our our friends this season. How um, far away is Jeff and like the medical apparatus at any time? Because Bruce No, they're just slightly off screen. Because Bruce is like, I'm gonna go lie face down in the sand. Like later that night, when it's like you should be really careful about a man who's clearly had a fucking massive concussion. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like the boats come in. Jeff is like doing his strut walk. It's like, all right, here we go. I gotta hold on to his head. I gotta hold his hand. How far? Like, is there? At what point is it? Like, tell Jeff to put his pants on. Like, he's got to come down here and like put on those white Adidas and like. I think Jeff jump is off just slightly boat. off. I think he's in Video Village. He's just slightly off screen. He's eating a Nature Valley bar. He's watching the dailies. Yeah. Like, I don't think I don't think he's that far okay. at any given time until they wrap for the day. Okay. I don't know. I just think and it's I like, think well, they're in the middle of like nowhere. Six. Then it must yeah. be miles. It must be an hour to get to where they are. Probably not. They're probably just like 20 minutes away. I think they're just like, there's nothing else to do on the island. So they're like, well, we might as well hang out and watch the filming. Also, don't walk. Don't keep walking east because then you're just going to find a bunch of trailers. And like yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, then someone whose foot just started like spilling blood. Matthew. Okay. Matthew, that was Matt. That was so gross. That was so gross. Yeah, so Matthew's and they like, were like, oh, that's a lot of blood. I'm, here I'm to, like, yeah. I'm here to live. I'm here to explore. My son's name is Jasper. That's a real name. 
And I'm going to climb this fucking rock above like this spiky ass tide pool. How about no? Wait, that was him whose foot filled with blood? I thought it was someone no, else. No, that was Matthew. He hurt his arm. And no, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. He No, that was his foot. He sliced his foot open and then he dislocated his shoulder. Okay. So those were both him. I thought there were two different people. Okay. Yeah. Why, he was just like over there and everyone's looking at him doing it and they're like, I love Matthew. Yeah. Wouldn't you love it more if he didn't? He unnecessarily, you know, you kind of have to perform in the competitions. He didn't have to go explore that rock. Jasper isn't saying like, wow, thanks, dad, for putting your life in danger for some reason. That's not going to win the million dollars. We'll get back to Matthew, but Matthew better say that he got concussed when he fell off of that thing because Matthew's <laughs> played during the tribal council. I mean, I have a my thing later is like the orange team is full of idiots and other than other well, than our guy Kane, we love Kane. I need you to really walk me through it because I saw so many tweets that were like, this is the most chaotic, craziest council ever. Like everyone is so stupid. And I was sort of like, I don't follow. <laughs> I didn't follow why it was that, that bad. I, I guess because like, they all use their shot in the dark. On the first thing, like three <laughs> people use a power. Yeah, I'm Only sort of three like, you people know what? Use voted. it or lose it. It's day one. <laughs> so what? They could none of them. They could have all gotten kicked off. You know what? I just was like, maybe I would use. Are it. we just so skipping what? ahead to this? Well, no. What else do you have to say before it? <laughs> so much. Okay. Well, so let's get. Let's go. Okay. Matt, not Matthew. Matt, Mister Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's hot. He's nerdy. Yes. And he's just yes. going through a breakup. Ladies. Lady, like, I, again, star. I think all the ladies. Yeah. And already, already a lady. Franny seems to, to enjoy Franny. it. A little bit of laughing. A little bit of laughing. A little bit of touching shoulders. It's yeah, they're into on. each it's other. It's on. No, it's on. Like, I even, I watched the, because uh, I like seeing the votes. I like seeing the votes and the person's goodbye message over the credits. Yeah. But it always is preceded by next week on. And I don't like watching next week on. I don't want to be spoiled. I, I don't want to see anything. So I watch it, but I kind of put it on mute because it's hard to like line up the DVR with when the, the goodbye message starts. So I did watch, I, I kind of saw a little bit of the, the next week on, and there were two things that stood out to me. One, Matt and Franny, just a little, you know, a little, little arm touching as they're walking. Okay. Like, yeah, you know. But that's the most exciting part. Oh, my God. When the electricity is in the air and you accidentally touch Danielle, them. Danielle, you haven't uh, felt that for seven years. 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 It's it's true. It's true. That's why I go but out. So I go out. I do that every weekend. <laughs> yeah. You never know. It's that like, oh, the unknown. You never know. Yeah. Do they? Is that accidental? Or was it on purpose? Yeah. And oh, it happened again. <laughs> and then the other thing was like 12 shots in a row. Of Carolyn making crazy faces and I would imagine crazy noises like that, like sort of viral TikTok of the guy screaming and banging his head with a watermelon and pants. <laughs> yes. That's that's what I have to say about them. Okay. All right. Well, that was like technically past the tribal council. Oh, okay. so oh yeah. Sorry. No, I, I was. That was like <laughs> me in reference to to Matt being single and to our Franny. little showmance. You know what I was thinking? We didn't. We haven't had a showmance in a long time. That's probably why I'm also like, ooh. When's the last time we had like a Survivor showmance? I don't know. I mean, I'm not all caught up with like every season of Survivor. The last one that I watched that had one was I think it was Survivor 28 whatever the Millennials versus Gen X one was there was definitely a showmance going on in the Millennials tribe and like both people were like incredibly stupid and incredibly voted out quickly the youngest Millennials are 27 wow we're old wow just so everyone knows we're Almost old, old I know like Carolyn. Brett and I are old but <laughs> but the millennials as a whole are aging rapidly. How is Carson 115 pounds? Now he's 145 um, pounds. She's um, the nerdy 
engineer boy on the purple tribe. Oh, oh, um, Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really didn't understand this because I was like, am I, is he supposed to look different to me? He looks the same. <laughs> he looks like someone who's like under one, like once you're under 150, you're a child and you look. Um, yeah. He like, I didn't notice a particular difference whatsoever in his physique. And I'm not, I don't mean to belittle. I just couldn't notice. I couldn't tell. And I think both the way he looked always looks good. It's, he doesn't look bad, but I just couldn't tell. <laughs> it's just, I, I can't imagine someone being under 160 pounds. I can't imagine any human being. <laughs> any human? Any human. A lot of these survivors are under 160 pounds. A lot of them are. I bet Matt Blankenship is under, under 160 oh, pounds. I mean, but uh, with that head of hair. And those yeah, thick the hair glasses, adds 10 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess this cast is pretty, like, muscly. But usually we have some very lithe people. Like Maddie. No, no, Yeah, Maddie was probably under 160. Helen Lee is probably under 160. Heidi. I just can't imagine an adult man. Well, okay, we can move on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can move on. Um <laughs> So the, we got two other things, and then we can talk about the tribal council. The okay. bird cages. Right. The bird cages. First of all, Jam Jam being like, maybe it's full of candy. Star. Mm -hmm. Star. <laughs> yes. That's what someone who is born for television says. And with that name. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, so Brandon and Maddie go looking for the keys. Brandon finds the key and he tries to nonchalantly put it in his pocket. Maddie kind of figures it out. She kind he kind of notices that she figured it out, and then he's like, "Oh, look! I just found it over here, somewhere different." Yeah. And he, she's like, "Should we just keep this a secret between us?" And he's like, "No, we should. We should tell everyone." But by her saying that. He felt that she was just displaying untrustworthiness from the start. And this is uh, eventually going to be the fulcrum of the tribal council that we'll see many hours right. later in the episode. This is, again, why I would not be good at Survivor, because it's just like there are so many variables of how you react and what you do. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> like. You're supposed How can to, you plan for that? Exactly. Like we're going to talk about everyone goes on a little trip up the mountain, draws their little shells from the thing. Well, and every single person yeah. in their like direct to cam, their, their narration is like, yeah, I'm here on Survivor to play. I'm here yeah. to take risks. Like that's the only way you're going to get to this game. You're not going to get to the end of this game by being completely conservative the entire time. And Maddie came here to play. And Maddie, what a fucking... Probably not been voted out if it weren't for the three of her. The other people in the tribe were like, I'm not voting. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Including two who were never, names were never brought up. We'll talk about this later. But like she came to play. Did she play too hard? Absolutely. Did she come out the gate first tribal council? Let's target the biggest guy with the idol. I loved it. I was kind of sad to see Maddie go because I was like, man, she's playing hard. I was also at the same time, I was like, man, I don't know if Maddie's going to be here next episode. But it just goes to show how, like, you can play a risky game on one side and be one person and it works out for you. And then the moment you do one thing risky, you're just going to fall off the cliff and die. I just, like, I take issue with saying that those other people's names weren't brought up or that they weren't in danger because... What you don't know? What's your source on that? The survivor editors? Yeah. I just <laughs> I don't trust them. Washington I just think Post. there's so much where democracy <laughs> dies in the darkness. Yeah, exactly. There's so much darkness. I don't know who to trust on Survivor. That's why I love Big Brother is like I can go back and see and hear from my own eyes if someone's name was actually brought up and in what capacity. Whereas on Survivor, I'm just like at the mercy of whatever story the editors are trying to tell. And sometimes I'm like, am I getting the full story? Because this is really confusing the way they're playing this. And now I'm just I, I overthink it, honestly. Well, that's what these. I mean, let's just get to it. I was shocked at this tribal council. <laughs> Yeah. No one's going after Jamie. 
no one's going right. after Matthew. No one will like. But can you say that for no, sure? No, I can't say that for sure. But I can. <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh, like everyone was like, oh, go going after Jonathan, going after Lauren, maybe Maddie because because um, I'm sorry, Brandon was. Did I say Jonathan? Brandon. You said Jonathan. I'm getting my muscly men confused. Yeah, Whatever. I don't know who you're talking about. You're Brandon. talking about there's Kane, Brandon, there's Matthew. Let's go. <laughs> Brandon. Yes, Brandon. I just didn't I just didn't see how two people could be so like anxious and their names truly weren't at least what we saw like we're not part of the conversation at all and you're going to go into the first tribal council and you're going to be like okay you have this you have this power that removes a vote from you. And, and, mm-hmm. and as we've seen, nobody has ever won it before until tonight. It's a one, it's, it's a shot in the dark. It is a complete, like, if you feel like you are about to go and there is no hope, you do this and you can only do it once. You don't do shot in the dark every, every episode, right? You only get one per season. The shot in the dark is a piece of shit. Exactly. Why did <laughs> two why people who use were it. in danger use it the first night? I don't and know. I think the fact I kind of appreciate that it. Jamie was the first and only winner of Shot in the Dark is like, that's all you need to know about the Shot in the Dark power. Someone tweeted us. Someone added us. Yeah. Where was it? Emily Tully, Tully E-Tullinator. When will they get rid of this flop of a concept? I don't know. Yeah, Hopefully next season. Like, the fact that it just adds either yeah, nobody chaos. uses it or the stupidest people use it and they're safe, even though they were safe to begin with, goes to you to show that is a flop power. I hate shot in the dark. The only thing I it caused too. was like glee for me because I was like, wow, do you know who I, I'm not going to pick to win at any point going forward? Jamie and Matthew. They clearly do not have. The mental fortitude, the intelligence <laughs> to use the powers in any sort of competent way going forward. I don't. I think they are going to absolutely fold. What happens the next time they go to tribal council? Are they just going to abstain? Are they going to smash their heads against the concrete wall and be like, Jeff, evacuate me. I can't handle the pressure. Just send me to wherever Bruce went. I like they I, I think they're weak. I think they're dumb and I can't support them the rest of the season. I find them very relatable. Because oh, you're weak and dumb. <laughs> I just like, honestly, I feel like I would just YOLO and use it too. I'd be like, let's just get this out of the way so that no one wonders whether I'm going to use it or not. Um, <laughs> so now people go, okay, well, at least Danielle, now we can vote out Danielle. She has no hope of. No, they wouldn't vote me out because I'm so much fun to be around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And they'd be like, well, she clearly doesn't have mental fortitude. What's the harm of keeping her around? I thought that was crazy. And then and then Brandon uses his idol, and I'm like, oh my God, we're just going to stupid, <laughs> crazy town tonight. And actually, that was the smartest move of the night. He would have been walking out. And Maddie goes home. One person voted against six people in the tribe, one person voted against her. She's going home because you have Tweedledee and Tweedledum using the shot in the dark, the stupidest power ever made on Survivor. And at least Lauren. I will say clumsily lied about having her extra power. She didn't use her thing. Now she has an extra vote to use later in the game. Good for her. People might be a little bit suspicious of her going forward, but honestly, you survive one or two tribal councils. People kind of forget about that. And like, you forget, they forget. Nobody even voted against her tonight. They'll forget. Um, We missed, we missed a funny question from the saboteur BB. We were talking about the medical aspects of the show and it is, how quickly would you pass away from embarrassment if a group of strangers and cameramen started clapping for you following a bad bonk? <laughs> bad bonk on the head. Um, I wouldn't be embarrassed because I would be like, yeah, this is really hard. I'd like to see one of you try it. You know, it's really hard. I was legit. Again, I was legitimately concerned for Bruce. I was like, this man has a concussion and like should be. You can monitored. only get so many concussions in your life, you Ask know. Ask Tom Brady. At a certain He's point. He's trying to do stand-up yeah. comedy. 
You think, you you think, so, you think a, a non-concussed adult man who's 45 would start doing stand-up comedy? Get a job. No. Get a job. Get away from her. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else on Survivor? Can we do the season? Can we do the like, can we do the evacuated season? Can we do Bruce? What's the evacuated Bruce. Season? Oh my the, gosh, that'd the be amazing. trans guy from two years, a yes. year or two ago who was like, I went off my meds or I went on my meds. Either way, I was lying about it. And they were like, don't I have do these meds on pressure. the island. Yeah. <laughs> I have high blood pressure. I would love Jackson that. Jackson was his name, I believe. Leave. Something like that? Yeah, whoever. Bring them all back. Anyone who's gotten th stubbed their toe on the island, bring them back for a second chance. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. I, mean, I was like, I saw Bruce. I was like, man, this guy's got it. He's got the leadership. Yeah. We're being well, robbed, have, honestly. He also has a big, big head that goes face first into the... <laughs> it was a big bonk. It was a big bonk. <laughs> um, thank you for your questions about... Oh, oh, wait, we, we missed one. From BBFan022. I'm back listening for the first time since 43. Hashtag casual. Why do you think <laughs> Jeff praised the medical visits for preseason hype? It also felt kind of awkward because we barely knew Bruce before he left. First of all, you missed our triangle of sadness review. As many <laughs> others have. <laughs> and then there was like we exposed someone. Oh, was it for triangle sentence? Yeah, hashtag fake fan. Uh, rep Aaron, you're fan. not gonna be me fan of you. You have no idea what we're talking about. Okay. Anyways, why do you think? Um, praise the medical visits. He praised them. I have to praise you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he did it because it just adds drama. It does add a drama and intrigue. Like I said, the flashing lights, the ambulance suddenly drives up on the beach. Woo woo. And then, like, get them getting the. What the are those stop, things they rub together? Paddles? That's what they're yeah. called. Defibrillators. Yeah. yeah. They get the defibrillators out. They they go to the IV oh, before yeah. they you gotta get the bubbles out. You gotta get the bubbles out. You gotta go clear. It adds a lot. You gotta do <laughs> you the know? flashlight in the eye. It. You gotta do the flashlight in the eye and see <laughs> yeah. how loud people are. But you, but you think about it. Survivor has a lot of potential to dip into CBS's other major content categories, such as medical drama, um, FBI, law, <laughs> like criminal, oh, procedural. Yeah. Like we could really dip in. This is just a test. This is a beta test to see how medical drama does. I bet there's been an episode of NCIS Los Angeles where Chris O'Donnell had to like do the had to like inject LL Cool J with an IV. I mean, for sure. But was it on a desert island? No, it's in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's no desert in Los Angeles. We live in a winter wonderland. What about Joshua Tree? That's a that's a desert. It's a beautiful yeah, desert. They could do it there. Um, thank you for your questions and comments about Survivor. We're off to a rollicking start. We're excited about this season. Well, BBA Fan 022 is back. <laughs> yeah it, we're all we hope to have you for bb25 as well <laughs> unless your username is a lie hashtag fake fan <laughs> um, <laughs> um speaking of desert islands i watched another piece of content this week that also ends up on a desert this island. This is why BB Fan 022 did not listen to our podcast for the last three <laughs> months is because like every episode has been Danielle being like, I watched a movie about a dog from 1973. <laughs> Benji the Hunted. <laughs> Benji goes Hollywood. Just Benji the Hunted. Benji is Hollywood. Um, so I watched this movie. It actually is one of the highest grossing independent films, I'll have you know, Plain. since 2020. Independent. Distributed by Lionsgate, but it's an independent film. Jerry Butler definitely financed this movie himself. But it's called Plain. And just a warning, I'm going to give spoilers. Okay. Okay. Spoilers for the first hour and 20 minutes of the movie because I actually still haven't finished it yet. Because <laughs> I got too tired. Why? 
I just don't understand <laughs> why they don't why they say that Jeff's podcast is the official podcast of Survivor and not our <laughs> podcast. Oh yeah, we we didn't even bring that up. We didn't even bring that up. The fact that Jeff started a podcast. <laughs> Where was that comment? I was tweeting. Jeff about wants it. in on the podcast game now. Thoughts on next pod. Oh, this was last week. Did we talk about this already? Well, that was another thing. Whatever. No, we didn't. Okay. Okay. Well, um, my thought is the more the merrier. Bring on the competition. I'm happy to slice and dice them. Jeff, come on our guest as a pod if you're not a coward. Um, but so I watched Plane. So the plot of Plane is that Gerald Butler is a pilot for this plane. And the plane is going from Singapore somewhere else. I forget where. Probably like L.A., and it's transporting a dangerous criminal, played by Mike Coulter, who I absolutely love. He's in. He's the star of Evil. Speaking of yeah, Evil, CBS. He's great, and he's but he's a mysterious murderer who has to sit in the back, and he's being transported by like you know U.S. federal agents or whatever. But so the plane gets struck by lightning and has to make an emergency landing. <laughs> So Gerald Butler has to emergency land the plane and they land on the mysterious Jojo Island and they don't, they lose all communication. So they can't handle it. Um, they can't get in contact with anyone. And once they land, it's like a island full of pirates and the pirates, <laughs> the pirates are very dangerous and scary and like, you know, put their lives in danger. And that's all I'll spoil because I haven't watched the rest of it yet. And the, the criminal has to become a hero. Well, the criminals, of course, the agent who is accompanying the criminal dies. 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 yeah. So now he's pretty much a free man. But it's like, you know, he's quiet enough that you're like, this guy can't be a murderer. Or if he did murder, it was warranted. You know, like, he's just such a wonderful man. You know, you just by looking at him, you're like, there's no way it wasn't warranted. So... I know that there's already a sequel planned called Ship. <laughs> so it's going to be the same thing, but on a boat. But my big problem with this movie, I, again, I've only watched the first hour and 20, but that tells me, this is enough for me to have this gripe. When I go see a movie called Plane, it better stay on the fucking plane. That's Why are they on an island? Why did they get off the plane? I want every minute of this. It's got to be a tight 90 on that plane. Use every piece of infrastructure on the plane. Make the whole plane out of the black box. <laughs> I just, there's so much to use on planes. There have been so many plane movies. It's Red some eye. genre and I love Air it every Force time. One. Con Air. There was a lot of Con Air not on a plane. The Jodie Foster one where they pretend her daughter wasn't real. Do you remember oh, that gosh, flight, flight plan? Flight plan, yeah, yeah. It's great. <laughs> it was great. Um, so that's just a big problem I have. Jerry Butler is so I good. saw the trailer for this so movie. And I was like, this movie looks, they should just call this movie Island. Because it looks like it's taking place on an island. <laughs> yeah, that's what they should have done. The plane crash happens I'm like, just, what, 20 minutes in the movie? Yes, it's a false advertisement. If anyone wants to get in on a class action lawsuit, in fact, because this is false advertisement, I thought I was getting a plane movie. Did you like it? Are you liking it though? I there's like definitely a factor. It's just like Jerry Butler said, no one's making nineties esque action thrillers anymore. Yeah. Why don't I fill that need? No, personally? that's what I've heard. Like people are kind of like enjoying this movie for for what it is. I haven't. Yeah, no, it's totally it. fun. He has some great like his first scene as the pilot. He's talking to the flight attendants, and I was like. Did anyone write this script? <laughs> because he just keeps going. We're going to get the passengers seated. We're going to have a great flight. I want everyone to get their beverages. <laughs> like he's just getting, like going to the pilots of say? being on a plane. What do pilots say? They must say this every time. <laughs> they like, must coach up the sure flight get... attendants every single time. Like they're a, a hockey team or something like that. Rather than this just being their saying, job. He kept saying like, all right, let's get started. Let's make this a great flight. We're going to have a good flight. He just kept saying that over and over for like five minutes. And I just like, for sure, they were like, all right, just amp. We didn't have the, we didn't write. Why didn't they call the movie the Flight? script for this part. Sure, there is probably one. There was a movie called well, Flight. Call this one Flight Parentheses 2023. I think Denzel was in Oh, yeah, flight. that was Denzel. Flight. Yeah, yeah. 
That one should have been called Sully. plain. Yeah, that one should have been called plain. You know that what one should be called don't because- do cocaine when you're flying. Or actually do <laughs> yeah, because he definitely. saved a bunch of people's lives. Yeah, it Colon actually turned out okay. flight. When the lights went out during Hurricane Sandy in New York City, oh, wow. I went to the AMC on 42nd Street in South Flight. Because <laughs> I was like, well, the lights are on up there. They weren't downtown where I live. Um, and I just want to say what made me, what I thought about while this movie was going on and they were on the island and the pirates appeared, I was like, you know what? We really have not had an iconic line by pirates in a movie since I'm the captain, I'm the now. captain yeah. now. And I, I really think that's a problem. Like we need to give villains, the villains, I'm doing finger quotes, a great line like that because yeah, these villains, these pirates were sort of like blah. They weren't, you know, they were no Alan Rickman as villains. So should we get into just, another pirate related topic? I think we should. I think this naturally gets into it. Matt May 81 tweets us. So I'll just go random since it's been a minute. You mean been a minute for you? Like you're not listening to the pod either? <laughs> how many people, again. how many of our fans again. who tweeted us just don't listen anymore? <laughs> they just want to talk to us on Twitter. I don't care about, oh, this is Matt again. I don't care about race of a fairy or that there are girls in the Lost Boys. Why do they keep making Peter Pan movies? Who is asking for this? Have you ever, ever, even as a child, cared about Peter Pan? And then he he includes the link for the new Peter Pan movie, which is coming out either in theaters or on Disney Plus. I'm not really quite sure. There's a new Peter Pan movie. It's called Peter Pan and Wendy. Spoilers for who you're shipping, but like, <laughs> uh, what yeah. he's what he's referencing is that Tinkerbell is black, and yeah, then did. did- is there a furor about this? There was a well, there, definite furor about Little Mermaid being black. I, but I haven't seen anything about which Tinkerbell. I am in support of and also don't care about. Just like cast. I, who cares? I know. I mean, there's a whole thing about either. like Lord of the Rings. Of, like people were upset that people, that characters in the Lord of the Rings show were black. And I was like, but they're like elves from planet Blordor or whatever. Yeah, like, no, I don't understand really, why people are upset about it. I'm just like cast whatever the best people are and i'm sure these people are good i don't so care that's, that's I, great yeah and also if young children seeing the movie feel like more represented then that's a good thing too yeah, even no, if they're playing great. you know bob the elf in uh the lord of the rings <laughs> or whatever i don't watch that show but the question is have you ever been excited about peter pan i will say when i was little i did like the cartoon peter pan i did like it actually. And I really loved Hook. Yeah. So here's the thing with Peter Pan. And this is what I wanted to get into. Like Disney does these moves. Oh, the Lost Boys are actually some of them are, are girls or whatever. I think at this point they like making people upset, making a certain kind of people <laughs> that we don't like upset. Like in yeah. Florida, like Governor DeSantis would be like, oh, no, I've heard anything. Now they're going to be lost vase or whatever. It's like, I don't care. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I mean, if more people feel included by it, yeah, if more people feel included by a stupid movie about a flying child and the pirates it's, that hate his guts, then that sounds cool to me. I don't care. I'm not a child. I don't need. Yeah, I don't need further. Reiter- I actually agree. I because I think the basis of Matt's question is rooted in like who cares, yeah. and I agree. I don't know who cares about Peter Pan because it's not a princess. People have unhealthy attachments to Disney princesses that goes beyond my comprehension uh, because I am not a Disney adult. I'm not, I'm really not trying She's to hate on adult. Disney adults. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation movies. <laughs> Paramount Plus adult. <laughs> because like, whatever. If it makes you happy, the world is dark. I get it. You want to escape to nostalgic times where life was beautiful in the 90s. But like, I... Um, do think, I will say, I think both The Little Mermaid and this Peter Pan film are suffering from the disgusting color grading of Christopher Nolan, where they've decided, let's make everything gray and disgusting looking. And have the most basic ass, like, action, like, intense music over it, where it's like, am I supposed to, you know what makes me feel something? The music. 
and this is why mm-hmm. I'm actually going to kind of come a little bit on the on the other side of you for Little Mermaid. Peter Pan is like not that interesting unless right. it's like taken interest- far out of not far out of context, but there is some like creative license given to it. Creative license like being like Hook, Peter yeah. Pan, but he's 43 and a lawyer and forgot how to be Peter Pan. Right. And he has the opposite of Peter Pan syndrome, which is that grown men never grow up. Instead, this guy is such a fucking grown up. He's uh, so boring. It, yeah, um, it investigates the idea of not growing up versus growing up versus that's what Peter Pan the themes are, right? Yeah, it's beautiful. That. It's a wonderful film. The Peter Pan animated film from whatever year, 60s or 70s? 1953. Wow. Um, that's like there's like songs it's color. it's like an animated movie it's a good anime it's like one of Disney's still like enduring animated films in that it has good songs in it it has like colorful characters in it the yeah, you know illustration of of Peter Pan of Captain Hook they're very memorable and which brings me to Little Mermaid <laughs> I'm not gonna see Little Mermaid <laughs> I didn't see The Lion King with like Donald Glover and Beyonce. I didn't see yeah. The Beauty and the Beast with with. Uh, I saw that one. That I one. saw Beauty and the Beast and I saw Cinderella. Cinderella. I have no interest in seeing any of those because I'm an adult man. It has nothing to do with like like colorblind casting. It has nothing to do with like gender blind casting, all things that I support. It has, it all has to do with me just being an adult man. who's like not interested in watching the lion King. I'm like down with the lion King that I got when I was a kid, but yeah, at least like they're musicals, they're fun. And you know what? If you want to continue like doing a new version of the musical, which the new little mermaid is going to do, people are going to go see that. And it's going to be, and it's going to probably be good and people are going to love it. 12 people in Nebraska are going to be fucking upset about it because of gender neutral, gender blind. Oh, sorry, not gender. Uh, like race blind, color, color blind. Yeah. I apologize. You guys know what I mean, right? Like they're going to be upset about it because like, oh, no, a mythical creature, a mermaid is not conforming to what I believe the race that they should be. Like what the fuck? Who cares? Yeah. It's a mer- mermaid. It's fake. Um I don't know. It's a musical. The music is good. The music in The Little Mermaid is good. And people are going to go and they're going to go see it. And they're going to listen to it on Spotify. And a bunch of kids are going to like it. That sounds like a great way. I don't have kids. Sounds like a great way over an afternoon to keep my kids quiet and have them listen to something on their iPad. So I support it. I'm not going to see it. We support screen time (laughs) here on the Hey Drew Shut them up. Yes. 100%. I agree 100% with what Brett is saying, but I do need to take a stand. You, yeah, you are, yeah, you're agreeing with the Jordan Petersons. Explain why. I am. I am. Because a, a leaked photo from The Little Mermaid, which features one of my favorite cartoon creations, Sebastian de Crab. <laughs> this photo was leaked. And this is why live, I'm actually very anti-live action. We should remakes. also stop calling it live action. It's an animated movie where they put one girl's fucking head on a mermaid body that was animated. Right. They didn't so get a real animated. crab. They didn't get a real fish. They didn't get real eels to act I don't in know it. what this thing is, but this crab, they tried to make it realistic and- it's like upsetting to look at. It looks like a crab. Um, you know what? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Sebastian the crab looks like a crab. This thing is disgusting. It's horrifying. I think people need to get... It's, I think people like you need to become like pretty used to the idea that I don't think Sebastian the crab is going to talk like an over-the-top Jamaican caricature. <laughs> the same way that they did the Mulan thing and Mushu... <sighs> The dragon voiced by Eddie Murphy, who talks like Eddie Murphy, wasn't in it yeah. because they're trying to make a movie that was like somewhat historically accurate to like 1100s China. And a magical oh, dragon that talks like Eddie Murphy 
doesn't exist. And you know what also doesn't is probably offensive to Afro-Caribbean people. A crab that is probably like a white guy doing like an offensive like Jamaican accent. Nuh-uh. I bet that that's not. No I way. bet Sebastian's gonna be in it, but he's not gonna sound like the Sebastian from the first one because it's probably lame and offensive just to be doing like yeah man stuff. Like so no. So get used to that. Your crab is crab meat. It's imitation crab. Oh my god. I'm really upset because if what you say is true, I wish someone else was saying this because I don't really want to take it from you. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, but this is just my guess with what they did with... uh, Okay, and he's not voiced by a white actor. How about that? I'm sure... Hmm? Yeah. Well, I'm sure he was in the first one. (laughs) No, he wasn't. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm being correct there, but like... Yeah. I've been corrected there. Here's, here's, here's a question. Are animators and creators and entertainers not allowed to make a magical world where a crab could have a fun over the top voice? I think not when it's, I think we've moved to a point in society where they're like fun of like Jamaicans. I don't think it's like, a. I don't think it's meant to be like poking fun at them or their culture. I don't think so either. I just think that we're like in this kind of state now where like, I don't think Disney really wants to like deal with that. And they want, they don't even want people like some people to think, wait, is this like an over a top caricature of like a specific type of culture? Like, I really don't even think that's what Sebastian the crab was. Yes, he had an accent, but having an accent isn't a bad thing. And I, he was in the original Jerry movie. Butler he's has friendly. An accent. Scottish he's accent. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a cuddly crab. He's a crab you want to cuddle with. The new crab is like pointy. His eyes are just, dis- <laughs> he has guilty eyes. He's guilty disgusting. Eyes. That crab he's stole looking, someone's money. He, yeah, he's like looking around all creepy. I'm just like, keep him away from underage Ariel. You know what I'm saying? Like he looks horrible. The old D- Sebastian de Crab is the best. I I know. I just he sings under the this sea. Is just my, you think under the sea isn't a good song? It's a great song. It's better with his accent. We'll, we will see. We will see. I'm looking up who's voicing the new crab. I'm not even calling him Sebastian. He's not my Sebastian. David Diggs. There you go. Yeah. Seal. That's it. I mean, that's going to be a good one. They got, they got Broadway's own David Diggs. Melissa McCarthy as Ursula. Yeah, of course. That's great. Great casting. Javier. Um, Bardem. I just, I really feel like you this spit actually might on be pretty good, except for it looks like the memory of Sebastian. De it looks like Lin Manuel Miranda <laughs> is in this, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but my main problem, other than the what they did, they did Sebastian dirty. Other than that, is how dirty the water looks. It looks gray, like it. Yeah, it's a lot of shit has changed since nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen eighty nine, we've dropped so much oil into the Gulf of Mexico. It just looks bad. Why can't I? Clear water horizon, deep water horizon. That happened. You know where I wish, I wish this Little Mermaid took place just outside of the beach resort of Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar with that coloring, because that looked like a fun vacation, and this looks like she's down in the dumps. (laughs) We've done a lot. We've we've hurt our planet a lot, and she doesn't live on. She doesn't live on Pandora. With the space whales. That'd be amazing. Oh, my God. It'd be amazing if they put in a little climate change message in there. Oh, I bet they will. I guarantee they will. What happened to all the coral? They won't. Oh, yeah. Well, people kept coming, chopping up the coral, putting their dirty, stinky human hands on it. Why are you in love with the human boy? Have you seen what the humans have done to our natural habitat? Yeah, well, that's sort of the message already in the first one. The human world is a mess. Stay down here under the sea. Do, 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 do. Under the sea. <laughs> like, under the sea is a great it song. Is. I support everything about this movie. It does look pretty good. I saw a trailer <laughs> for it in the theaters. I was like, you just don't it's just like her Sebastian. singing like two bars of the song. And I was like, man, this is going to hit me. She's going to hit me in the field. I have no right beef now. with the mermaid. I just think we're allowed to have 
connections to creatures from the cartoons. We're allowed to have that. I I give a lot of leeway to other people and their stupid obsessions. I'm not even obsessed with Sebastian the Crab. <laughs> I just like him. He is one of my favorites. Him and the little kitties from Aristocrats and the the um the owl from Sword in the Stone. <laughs> Archimedes. What are you talking about? Um, do you want right. to talk about these? You know, murders? I wrote the Disney stacks at Speaking HQ. That's of why Disney, I know. Do you want to and children's films? Do you want to talk about these people who were murdered? <laughs> the Murda murders. Um, I, I'm glad we saved this for last because I don't have the mu- that I have much no to say idea about what it. This is. So basically, it's there's a Netflix documentary series at the moment called Murder on Murders. And concurrently, the actual trial for the murderer is going on. So they're just having the, they had the best time. Did the murderer just call so, Netflix? Does Netflix just have a line being like, yo, if you're going to murder someone, call us now because we'll just get we'll send the documentary crew so we can just, yeah. you know, soup to nuts, have the whole thing. Someone waiting at the courthouse, like how TMZ has reporters waiting at yeah. the courthouse to see what's getting filed. But um, yeah, so this family in South Carolina have just been running rampant for the past like 30 years, killing people. And just they're they're like the lawyers of the town. So they kill people and they know how to get away with it. But finally, they killed a well. The guy, the Daniel, husband, talk into the uh, microphone, the, please. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so finally, the patriarch of the family. Alec M- Murda, and his name is Murda, <laughs> killed his son and wife, who both also killed their own person. So you don't feel that badly for them. Okay. But he killed them. And now he's been found guilty. Who murders the murderers? Mr. Murda. Who mur- <laughs> Mr. Murda. So it's really very sad because they killed a lot of people. Um, but I guess justice has been sort of served. That's crazy. I mean, I've seen it like trending on Twitter. Wow, or, that's like, crazy. People, wow. <laughs> people on, like, I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I don't watch documentaries about people getting murdered. I watch shows I about don't usually people either. in their like high powered jobs in London. Yes, doing yeah. drugs. I don't usually like true crime that much either. But since this was in the news, too, I was like, all right, let me get the background on what this is. I only watched the first two episodes. And then I was like, okay, I get it. They're killers. They're guilty. I'm convinced. Next. You think, so how many, there's only the two episodes out or the full thing is out? No, the full, I'm pretty sure it's all oh, four. Okay. I think it's four episodes. You think they're going to put together yeah, another episode? The murder murders. Yeah, they should. Part two. Yeah, the trial, they really should. The murder trials. Might as well. Um, so yeah, that's it on that. Was there anything else? No, no. no I mean. Survivor continues. Oh, it continues. BB25 feeds, live feeds confirmed. Confirmed because they said we're not wimps like Canada. America leads. America like, is the land of freedom. We don't know where the internet goes. We don't, we forgot how to <laughs> plug in the Big Brother house to the internet. <laughs> Someone turn the online back on. America is like, <laughs> we invented internet, baby. In 19. 19- My- 63 little man (laughs) my husband went to texas for work and i was like now don't you want to move back to america because texas is like ultimate america (laughs) what did he say (laughs) he was like no but he did love in and out he got in and out while he was for the first time we love in and out yeah first time it's so good now i'm jealous and i'm like all i can get here is mcdonald's disgusting wendy's there's one wendy's gotta wait Gotta wait. Yeah. Gotta know what door to knock on. In a parking lot. Did you get in and out when you came to LA and didn't see me? Avi, I got it fresh off the plane. Oh my god! I went to the one right near the oh, airport. Oh yeah, the one on Sepulveda. That was my that's first the busiest stop. In and out yeah. of America. That's a lo- That's a losers in and out. No, it moved really fast. We got the food. We ate. We went and checked into our hotel. It was perfect. Wow. I literally had an Uber Black pick us up from the airport and drop us off at the. In and out. Don't tell anyone, but it wasn't. It was my company yeah, card, no, so it's okay. No, if you're gonna trick you. Put everything on company card. It's fine. Um, but anyway, thank you all so much for listening and being here and sending us your comments and questions. You can send us more at Hey Julie BB on Twitter. I think that's what most of you are doing. You're just sending us random questions and not listening I to the podcast. You, and that's the podcast fine. is okay. Yeah. Except for when we dive into cultural issues 
<laughs> yeah, where we disagree, which is kind of rare. Um, Joss's first bash in the crab. Uh, and you can always email us, heyjuliebigbrother at gmail.com. We'll be back next week with more Survivor and Grab Bag. And you can always send us requests and questions. Thank you so much for listening. We love it. Goodbye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. <laughs>